You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Today, I want to get into the business of podcasting, what you should know later on down the line for monetization. I'll be breaking down how you actually make money from podcasting and how and when I started earning revenue from the Side Hustle Pro podcast. I'll be getting into all of that. You're listening to Side Hustle Pro, the podcast that teaches you to build and grow your side hustle from passion project to profitable business. And I'm your host, Nikayla Matthews Okome. So let's get started. Huge thanks to Gusto for sponsoring today's episode. Gusto offers modern, easy payroll benefits and HR to small businesses across the country. They were even named Best Online Payroll by PC Mag. And as a Side Hustle Pro listener, you'll get three months free when you run your first payroll. Sign up and give it a try at gusto.com slash SHP. That's gusto.com slash SHP. Hey, hey guys, welcome, welcome back to the show. It's Nikayla here, and I am back with an episode today all about my own side hustle that launched me into full time entrepreneurship my podcast. Now, when I started this podcast, I had no idea that it was going to become my business. I was interested in buying time, you know, learning from other entrepreneurs, exploring different business ideas, and ultimately coming up with my new idea. I had no idea the podcast would become the business itself. And I know that it's the beginning of the year. I see a lot of people launching podcasts, thinking about launching podcasts, And I know a lot of people are wondering, should I start this podcast? Should I turn my blog into a podcast? Should I start to podcast to support my business or personal brand? Will that help? And for many people, a lot of this decision of whether or not to start a podcast hinges on, well, will I even make money? I'm here today to help you better understand 
the landscape of podcast monetization and make an informed decision. Now, I've discussed what you should know before starting a podcast before. Go back and listen to episode 129, Should You Start a Podcast, to hear all of that. And I'll also link to it in the show notes. And it's important to listen to that episode. That's kind of like a a prerequisite for this episode, a part one, because I recommend getting into podcasting because you genuinely have a message to share. You have content that other people need and you are willing to do it consistently for free. You know, you're willing to do it consistently, even if you don't earn a dime. That is the mindset I want you to have as you get into podcasting. And when I started Style as a Pro, I committed to podcasting consistently for a year and seeing where I wanted to take it from there. I was really hoping to discover some business ideas, like I said, and learn from my guests. So I had no plans when I first started out to monetize. I discovered along the way that, you know, the response of the audience and the things that people were asking of me, I discovered that I had more to share and I had different ways to monetize at my disposal. And I had no idea my podcast itself would turn into my business, but I allowed it to happen organically by just starting out with a genuine desire and going from there. So today I want to get into the business of podcasting. What you should know later on down the line for monetization, I'll be breaking down how you actually make money from podcasting and how and when I started earning revenue from the Side Hustle Pro podcast. I'll be getting into all of that. My hope is that this episode helps you and anyone you know who's looking to start a podcast to make an informed decision and also have realistic expectations about podcast monetization. Note, I am providing a recap, including a sponsorship calculator for this episode. And if you'd like it, simply go to sidehustlepro.co slash 183. A lot of people hit me up after these episodes when I include a freebie and ask, where can I get the freebie? Well, this is it, you guys, for the notes from this episode. Go to sidehustlepro.co slash 183. And if you would like to attend an even more detailed training where I'm teaching you live and you'll be able to ask me questions live, sign up for my How to Build Your Brand Through Podcasting Masterclass at podcastmoguls.com. My next training is Monday, January 20th. Of course, all of this, again, is linked in the show notes for this episode. So now let's get right into it. So here's my backstory on how and when I started to earn revenue from my podcast. In December 2017, I quit my job at NPR to be a full-time podcaster. Here's what went into that decision. I launched my podcast in June 2016. After that, I spent six months focused solely on developing my content and growing my audience. In October 2016, I tested out e-commerce by selling t-shirts. So that month, I made $66 from t-shirt sales. <laughs> and then in November 2016, I made $343 from t-shirt sales. Whoop, whoop. See, you got to start small. It doesn't start out in the thousands, but that was encouraging for me because I saw that upward trajectory. So then in December 2016, I made $504 from t-shirt sales and a mini course resale. By December 2016, I knew I wanted to start monetizing Side Hustle Pro in a more consistent fashion without having to rely on t-shirt sales because the margins were a little too slim for my liking. <laughs> so I researched other potential revenue streams. I looked at creating my courses. I looked at sponsorship. 
and I decided to focus on one at a time and shifted my attention to podcast sponsorship. Here's how I went about it. I reached out to and spoke to another podcaster who I knew was working with sponsors, and she was doing that through her podcast host. And so I wanted to find out how that experience was for her to explore whether I wanted to do it through my host or do independent pitching. Then I decided I wanted to do independent pitching. So I began making a list of companies that I heard on other podcasts with similar audience demographics. Then I narrowed that list down to brands that made sense for my audience and narrowed it down even further to brands that I actually used. Because if I'm going to read out an ad, I want to be able to vouch for it. So that January, I sent a cold email, meaning I had no prior relationship with this brand other than using it, but I knew no one at the company. So I sent a cold email to an email address that I Googled. And you know what happened next? They actually responded back. And the person who responded back was not the right contact, but they were kind enough to forward it to the right contact. So find those email addresses on Google, you guys. If the opportunity is right, they will send it internally in the company. By sending that one email, I secured a $4,000 multi-month sponsorship contract on my first try and thus began my journey into developing a profitable podcast and business. By December 2017, I was earning four-figure months. I made $3,259 that month from my podcast, to be exact. And that month, after understanding what my consistent revenue streams would be, especially if I went even harder, after being able to save from my main hustle, because that's a big part of the reason why I decided to leave, you know, was making sure that I had money saved that I could fall back on. And then also knowing that I would be able to double and triple this figure if I focused on it fully, I decided to make the leap and I was able to quit my job to focus on Side Hustle Pro full time. Here's what you should know about starting to make money from your own podcast. So number one, you do not need a ton of downloads to make money podcasting. This is a common misconception. A lot of people think it's about the downloads alone, and I'm here today to dispel the myth. It's about the downloads, but it's also about the topic and the audience you're reaching and the engagement of your audience. When I pitched my first sponsor, I had an average of 5,000 downloads per episode, and that is considered pretty small for what these sponsors are used to. But I didn't let that discourage me. When you think that you need hundreds of thousands of downloads it's easy to get discouraged about your download numbers or audience size. And when you do that, you miss out on opportunities to connect with brands who need your niche audience, who are trying to get in front of your niche audience, who have a product that would be perfect for your particular podcast audience, no matter the size. So be sure to keep that in mind. And also keep in mind that you would miss out on opportunity to provide useful products and services to your audience if you're solely focused on numbers, you do not need a ton of downloads. You can pitch with less. You can create products and services with less. It's just you'll be earning less money at first. And we will get to that in a second. The second thing you should know about starting to make money as a podcaster is that you need to get to know your listeners. Get to know the personality and statistics of the typical listener of your show. Yes, your listeners they individually are diverse, but there are certain characteristics that unite them all. Usually that comes down to the information. They all want this information. They, they're listening to your particular topic for a reason. 
they need that counseling, or if it's a more lighthearted show, they need the comic relief that your show provides. Your show is a solution to their problem in some way. So get to know why that is. Who are they? How old are they? Where do they live? What content resonates with them and why? A hat that I have used for years now is using my Instagram and Facebook insights to learn more about my audience. That's like the first layer for me of learning about who they are, where they live, all that good stuff. And you can also send your podcast listeners a survey. That's another way. So listen to your listeners on all platforms, though. Read those direct messages, read those reviews, read the emails, read the comments, and you will start to get a sense of what are their challenges? What are their needs? What products do they talk about? What conferences do they attend? What services do they use? What questions do they have? Once you get to know your listeners, once you know who your audience is, you can work to grow this audience and you can work to provide useful and valuable services, products, or brand partnerships to them. Hey guys, it's Nikayla here with a quick word from our sponsors. If you have a business or you know someone who does, you probably know that small business owners wear a lot of hats and some of those hats are totally great. But some like filing taxes and running payroll, for example, they're not so great. That is where Gusto comes in. Gusto makes payroll, taxes and HR actually easy for small businesses, fast simple payroll processing, benefits, and expert HR support all in one place. Gusto automatically pays and files your federal, state, and local taxes so you don't have to worry about it. Plus, they make it easy to add on health benefits and even 401ks for your team. Those old school clunky payroll providers just weren't built for the way modern small businesses work, but Gusto is. So, let them wear one of your many hats. You have better things to do. Side Hustle Pro listeners get three months free when they run their first payroll. Try a demo. See for yourself at gusto.com slash SHP. That's gusto.com slash SHP. This episode is sponsored by Skillshare. Make 2020 a year where you explore new skills, deepen existing passions, and get lost in creativity with classes from Skillshare. The online learning community is offering Side Hustle Pro listeners two months of free premium membership. I highly recommend taking advantage of this offer because my number one side hustle piece of advice is to be a lifelong learner. That means continue learning new ways to grow your business each and every week. And for me, that comes through Skillshare. There's so many awesome classes on Skillshare on topics like email marketing, Instagram hacks, setting up your own website, copywriting, and more. What I like to focus on are classes to fine tune my writing. Now, most classes are under 60 minutes with short lessons that fit any schedule. And I tend to listen to classes on 2x speed because I'm crazy like that. So I can get through up to two in a day. I recently took a Skillshare class called Copywriting Tips from Beginner to Advanced and found it so valuable because right now, like I said, I'm in that zone where I'm laser focused on the copywriting in my Facebook and Instagram ads. 
Whatever your business need is, though, you can find a class for it on Skillshare. Explore your creativity at Skillshare.com slash Side Hustle Pro and get two free months of premium membership. That's two free months of premium membership at Skillshare.com slash Side Hustle Pro. The third thing you should know about starting to make money as a podcaster is that there are a plethora of ways to make money as a podcaster, okay? We would be here all day if we tried to cover them all. I prefer to focus on three of the top most common options, and I'll go over them one by one now. Okay, so option one to make money as a podcaster is to create valuable content for future clients. So this is especially relevant for you business owners who want to start a podcast to support and amplify your business. It involves creating episodes that teach and also creating downloadable freebies to support the episode. So therefore, you convert your listeners to email subscribers. That's the first layer. And later on down the line, when it makes sense, you can tell them more about your business services, either through a welcome email series or just remind them periodically throughout the episode or at the end of your episodes. And when it is time for them to take advantage of your services, you will be top of mind because they have been leaning on you for free advice that's been so helpful that when they need to take it to the next level in their business, the first person they're going to think of is you. An example of this to you know give you a better sense is If you have a legal podcast, for example, you're an attorney, you create a podcast to help people out with your specific legal expertise. You share info in your episodes. You create freebies with different templates, whether that is some trademarking FAQs, things to know, all of that good stuff. And when people are ready to invest in a lawyer, because let's face it, when we start out as creative entrepreneurs, a lot of us start out and are not able to afford an attorney and we do as much as we can for free. But then there comes a point in your business where you absolutely need an attorney and you need to make that investment. And so who are you going to turn to? The names that you know, the people you feel comfortable with. So that is one option to make money as a podcaster, create valuable content for future clients. So this is kind of like their lead magnet. Your podcast is their lead magnet, a.k.a their first layer of interaction with you that brings them into your funnel, brings them into your world and identifies them as a prospective future client. Option two to make money as a podcaster is to develop products that your listeners love and need. So this option is all about creating things that you know your listeners love and Introducing them in real time in your podcast, not waiting for them to become a future client, but creating things and telling them all about it as your audience grows. So, for example, T-shirts are one of the first things that people start to develop. They start to develop merch to support their show. We know one of the podcasts that I think does this really well is The Read, who, you know, anytime you go to their merch site, it is sold out and they waited to develop that. You know, they didn't have that right away. This is something where people kind of demanded it like, oh, we love your logo. Oh, we love that phrase. Oh, we're going to say that. You know, we're tagging you on that when we're repeating that phrase that we heard on your show. So, oh, let's make this into a t-shirt. Oh, let's make this into a sweatshirt. That is listening to your audience. The last thing you want to do is create things that no one asked for. Do not start creating a whole bunch of merch that no one asked for 
wait until you understand what would do really well. What are the phrases? What are the sayings? What are the things? What is the artwork that people really want to see from you? Another product that you can develop is actually your online products. So as I mentioned, in December 2016, I tested out my first online product. I sold a mini Instagram course and I essentially tested out packaging my knowledge that people were always requesting and trying to pick my brain about packaging it into a mini course and selling that. So that's another product. And I did that also after I listened to my audience and I realized what were the common things they wanted to learn from me. So the second option is to develop products that your listeners love and need. And that is a revenue stream for podcasters. Option three to make money as a podcaster is through sponsorships. Now I save this for last because it's pretty involved. So let's get right into it. The key to sponsorships is to pitch brands that your listeners will resonate with and that offer things that your listeners actually need. Do not Go around accepting every sponsor that wants to be on your show. You lose credibility. Really make sure it is relevant to your audience. And you can start earning sponsorships for any show at almost any size once you know your average downloads per episode and determine what is called your CPM. We will get to this next. So CPM equals cost per thousand impressions. Podcast advertising is sold on a CPM basis, which means it's sold by the thousands. So average CPMs that I've seen for an indie podcast and negotiated with brands range from $35 to $50, actually really $25 to $50, but I don't go below $35. So with $50, that is the high and more rare end of CPMs that I've seen from negotiating and working with brands. And if a podcast CPM is $35, all that means is that a brand is going to pay you $35 for every thousand listens an episode receives. Now, let me break that down even further. I'm going to get into the math on that because you're probably wondering, so how do you know what to charge? So once you have podcasted for several months, look at your data in your podcast host dashboard. So a host is something like Libsyn, which I use, Anchor, what have you. Your host will show you downloads per episode. It will also show you total downloads. It will show you downloads across platforms, different countries, and more. So calculate your average downloads per episode. Do note that most brands want to know what this will be within the first 30 to 60 days that an episode drops. So you don't want to go in there and just base it on numbers. You want to Calculate and keep track of this on an ongoing basis. Calculate within 30 days how many downloads your episode has. And, you know, for most of us, an episode after the first 30, 60 days, downloads that it has is roughly the downloads that it's going to have. Not a tremendous flood of people go back and just re-listen to every single episode. But if you can, keep track of it within the 30 to 60 day window to start keeping track of the trends of your episodes. Then you are going to, after you've released several episodes, do the average of that. Do the average to find out the average downloads per episode for your show within the first 30 to 60 days that an episode drops. Then you're going to divide that number by a thousand. So let's say your average downloads per episode was 5,000, like it was for me when I pitched my first sponsor. 5,000 divided by a thousand is five. So 
you take that five and you multiply it by what you decide your CPM is going to be, your cost per thousand impressions. You take that five, 5,000 divided by a thousand is five, and you multiply it by your CPM. Let's say it's $50. Five multiplied by $50 is $250. That means you can charge $250 per advertising spot on your podcast. Think of this rate as just the baseline though, okay? My indie podcasters gather around, get close. Let's talk about this. So this is a baseline. You can negotiate for higher, double, or even triple that baseline depending on what brands value. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash banking for business to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America and a copyright 2024. Here are a few factors to negotiate on. One, you can raise your rate based on the fact that advertisers are reaching a tailored specific niche audience. And niche audiences are very valuable, okay? Two, you can negotiate on the fact that these ads will be host-read by you in your voice, not an outside person, adding that extra layer of credibility to what you are vouching for this product. So that's why you really have to make sure that you've used it, loved it, or recommend it. 
Three, you can negotiate on the fact that these ads will likely be stitched into your podcast for life because most bigger podcasts on major networks can do what's called dynamic advertising, where they are able to swap out ads after a fixed number of episodes or dates or time, whatever they negotiated on. But as an indie podcaster, you're likely not going to go back into an old episode and put in new ads and all of that jazz, right? So you can negotiate based on the fact that these ads are stitched in for life and people will hear this ad read on an ongoing basis. Again, the key to sponsorships is producing podcast episodes consistently, getting to know your audience. So pitching brands that offer products and services that your audience needs, growing that audience, knowing your average downloads per episode and how to negotiate the CPM process as well as the baseline of that CPM times your CPM multiplier. So again, if you have 5,000 downloads per episode, divide that by 1,000, you will get five. That's what I mean by your CPM multiplier. And then you multiply it by your CPM, cost per thousand, okay? And you get that baseline and you go from there to negotiate. So these are three of the top ways to make money, aka monetize as a podcaster. I know you probably have several questions to ask me. You want to get into this even more. I recommend downloading the freebie where I go over this again and you can see it like written out because sometimes you really need to just see this on paper. So head over to sidehustlepro.co slash 183 for that. And again, I do recommend you coming on down to my next training so we can talk about this even more. Register at podcastmoguls.com for that. Here are some other things to consider when it comes to monetization. As I mentioned, there are several ways besides the top three I went over in detail. There are other ways to explore. For example, you have events. We didn't touch on that. The thing with events is that it's all in how you do it. So yes, you can explore doing a tour or live events. That's another option. You just have to be proactive about finding space in advance and keeping your costs low because events can be very expensive and you know, you don't want to find yourself always breaking even. If you're trying to make this a revenue stream, you need to make profit. Sometimes, depending on the city, ticket sales may cover the venue and you might have a little profit left over after that. But then you have to think about, will you have a photographer, videographer, production team, giveaways, etc. All the different things that are going into your show from your outfit to makeup to, you know, special guests, all of that. So selling merch and gaining sponsorship is a great way to make your events more profitable. And all of that will take advanced planning on your part. So it all depends on what's your jam. If events are really your jam, then go hard on exploring that and exploring how to make that profitable for you. Another thing to consider is you have to at some point create a business entity when you are ready to start monetizing your podcast. And listen to episode 42 of Side Hustle Pro titled Opening My LLC and Business Bank Account and Landing My First Sponsor. Listen to that episode for more on when I decided to do all of that and what went into that. I did not do it when I launched my podcast initially because, again, I focused on being consistent and growing my audience first. And I recommend focusing on that as a phase one for all podcasters. If you have co-hosts, Another thing to consider is sitting down and deciding how you're going to split revenue, putting everything in writing and establishing a legal entity together. 
And that's kind of like a marriage. So really making sure, you know, that you guys are on the same page as far as how long you'll do this and your commitment to this, because getting into a legal entity and taxes with other people can be really, really messy and complicated. So really have to make sure that you are about that life. (laughs) And remember, I do not have a co-host, so I've never had to deal with that side of things. Another thing to consider is that as an entrepreneur, and especially as a podcaster, money is not guaranteed, you guys. Money is not always consistent. You might have a great month, but other months may not be so great. Sponsors typically want to do a trial run or a fixed amount of episodes, like landing a sponsor is just the first step. That doesn't mean that sponsor is going to sponsor every single episode for the whole year. So that means you're regularly pitching, negotiating, working out new contracts, following up with older sponsors to see if they want to buy a new set of episodes. That's why it's important to have multiple streams of revenue. If a sponsor doesn't pay on time or if a course client doesn't pay on time, you don't want to not be able to pay your own bills. And unfortunately, delays do happen. So no matter how many reminders you send or what have you, delays can happen. And you want to make sure that you can pay your bills, you can save, you can do what you need to do as an entrepreneur. Finally, if you are thinking of starting a podcast and want to eventually monetize it, consider and ask yourself, are you willing to consistently pitch sponsors or are you willing to consistently sell your course, programs, services, products, sell yourself? That is what it takes. And if your answer is no to those things, then I recommend taking a step back to really think if that path is right for you. I want to emphasize that although I launched my podcast in June 2016, I made zero dollars until October 2016 when I began testing different revenue streams. Before that, I was just investing, pouring money into my business. And that is why I am team side hustle. Because when you side hustle, you can take money from your main job. You don't have to be, you know, stressed out trying to make money because this is your only job. So side hustle started as a side hustle. And all I was doing was investing in this side hustle for like months. My biggest investment came in November and December 2016 when I invested in learning from other entrepreneurs who were where I wanted to be professionally. And you know what's funny? As my expenses AKA my investments in my business increased, so did my revenue. When I was spending $0, I was making $0. When I started investing in experts, I started making more money. And I didn't always come out in the positive at first, but once I started implementing what I was learning, that is when I started to see the shift. And that pattern continued in 2017 to the point where I was able to quit my full-time job because I knew I could earn enough to not only survive, but thrive. And if you want to make money from podcasting, number one, you have to invest in yourself. Two, you have to get the training you need from the experts you trust. Three, learn from someone who is where you want to be and has achieved the results you want to achieve. Four, take it seriously. Take your podcast seriously and commit to treating it as a business. And five, do the work. Do all of the work. For example, my members in Podcast Moguls, they are serious about taking their podcast from hobby to business. They're putting in the work every day and they are reaping those rewards as a result. So if you'd like to learn more about Podcast Moguls after listening to this, remember that you can join my next masterclass. It's free. It's happening on Monday, January 20th. You'll be able to ask me your questions live 
And yes, I will have a few encore sessions if you can't make the one on Monday. So go ahead and sign up at podcastmoguls.com. Register there to join the free live training on how to grow your brand through podcasting. In summary, y'all, remember that number one, you don't need a ton of downloads to make money podcasting. Number two, you've got to get to know your listeners before you can start making money. And number three, explore the three top ways to monetize as a podcaster. So explore option one, creating valuable content for future clients. Option two, developing products that your listeners love and need. And option three, pitching and landing sponsors. Determine what makes sense for you and your brand and double down on that. Before I leave you, I just want you to remember that I took down all of the notes for this episode for you. So head over to sidehustlepro.co slash 183 to grab your free recap from today's episode. In it, I go over the three top ways to monetize as a podcaster, and I share a real podcast ad calculator so you can calculate what you can charge based on downloads. Click out to it and you'll be able to play around with the numbers to get a sense of where you need to be to earn what you want to earn. So get it at sidehustlepro.co slash 183. Thank you so much for listening, you guys. Let me know if this was helpful. Hit me up on Instagram, um, send me an email, and there you have it. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Side Hustle Pro. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other side hustlers just like you to find the show. And if you want to hear more from me, you can follow me on Instagram at Side Hustle Pro. Plus, sign up for my six bullet Saturday newsletter at sidehustlepro.co slash newsletter. When you sign up, you'll receive weekly nuggets from me, including what I'm up to, personal lessons, and my business tip of the week. Again, that's sidehustlepro.co slash newsletter to sign up. Talk to you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.